0: All elite! For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search cultaholic wrestling news on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Andrade has left the WWE. We'll take a look at what happened and what's next in just a moment. Plus, The Fiend is back and we have big changes to the Hall of Fame. For Monday, March the 22nd, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Waking to the news this morning that Andrade has officially been granted his release from WWE. The now former WWE star confirmed last week that he had indeed asked to leave the company. And WWE announced yesterday, following Fastlane, that his request has been granted. It's been just over half a decade of highs and lows for the third generation luchador. Let's take a deep dive into the WWE career of Andrade. El ídolo!
1: El ídolo
0: y superestrella, La! It was November 15th, 2015, that Manuel Alfonso Andrade Oropiza made a huge step in his already decorated wrestling career. Following a defeat at the hands of his former tag team partner, Roosh, the CMLL star known as La Sombra, swapped Arena Mexico for the WWE Performance Center. The Palacio de Rando, Mexico. Seeing the videos over the last few weeks about Andrade Cien Almas. This is a man with a tremendous background on the independence scene in Mexico, Japan, all over the world, won multiple championships. What a talent. He belongs right here in NXT, but tonight he gets his first test. The the talent comes here from all over the globe for the opportunity to be part of NXT, to see if they can hang, and Ty Dillinger's been here for a long time. This is just as big an opportunity for him as it is for Cien. This is the first time we've gotten to see the face of Andrade Cien almost, because this was a man who was once a masked luchador in Mexico. He joined the NXT touring shows in January of 2016, where he was briefly known as Manny Andrade. Just a few months later, he'd make his TV debut for the black and gold brand, ditching the Manny and finding a Cn Almas. It was a run that lost momentum quickly, not quite setting the world on fuego as a hero. A change of heart and the introduction of Zelina Vega would see Andrade reignited as a Rudo. Ah! incredible victory and turn of events. Hey, Almas is the new champion here at NXT Takeover WarGames. Andrade, Cien Almas is the new NXT champion. I don't know. <laughs> can't can believe, believe it. it can't yet. believe it. Adios, mi April 17th, 2018, less than two years since his NXT debut, Andrade, alongside Zelina, would find themselves on SmackDown as part of the WWE Superstar shakeup. Since arriving to SmackDown Live, my associate has successfully put Sinkara on the shelf, taken the WWE champion AJ Styles to his limit and destroyed Rusev. Now, now I know, I know that the Miz has already outsmarted you, but now I think it's time that Andrade Cian Almas out wrestles you. He would see action against established main roster stars and would even find himself in the final four of the following year's Royal Rumble. It was also in 2019 that we'd learn more about the man behind the wrestler as it came to light that Alfonso Andrade had begun dating Charlotte Flair. The two first seen together at a WrestleMania press event in April and seen together everywhere else from there. Everyone, it's Jack from coldaholic.com here celebrating WWE's move to BT Sport and I'm joined by none other than the Queen, Charlotte Flair, very apt because we are in London, England, and the current WWE United States Champion, Andrade. How are you guys? I'm Great. Good, thank you. Good. What's it been like having a series of matches that everybody has loved to watch as well with such a legendary superstar like Rey Mysterio? And now the new United States Champion, I won the title in live events, no TV, this Monday. and ready for Rey Mysterio. And I don't know what happened in the Rumble. Andrade talking to our very own Jack the Jobber there with the United States Championship, a title that he had won in December of 2019, heading over to the Raw brand to feud with Rey Mysterio. I told all of you that this would happen, and now Andrade is the new. United States champion. this is my gift. Mm-hmm. This is my Christmas present. <laughs> Courtesy of. Thank you. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Because your legacy is done. I was the future. Now. <laughs> I am the present United States Champion. Mm. There we go. go. (laughs) This title reign, however, almost came to a very abrupt end. The reigning WWE United States Champion, Andrade, has been suspended from the WWE for a failure of the wellness policy. He's now off our screens for 30 days. It could be anything. I believe people have been like suspended before for Not declaring things as simple as ADHD medication. It's not really ours to know, but, you know, as long as he's okay. Following his suspension, Andrade would team with Angel Garza, whom Zelina Vega had introduced in the absence of Andrade. They had numerous failed attempts to become Raw tag team champions and eventually infighting would end their faction entirely. Enough, okay, Zelina? I'm tired of being blamed for every setback we have done because Golden Boy lost a match. Remember that, right? Last week, Andrade got pinned. Yes, yes, No, last No, no, who perdió? No, tú not la last week? tú Hey, hold on. I can't do this anymore. You, you see? Come on. He's got him hooked. He said so, this is for you, Selena! Uh, Angel Garza with the wing clipper and pins Andrade. Last October, Andrade vanished from Raw completely. It was reported that despite Charlotte Flair pitching numerous ideas to WWE Creative, management simply didn't have anything for Andrade to do. Some speculate that former Raw executive producer Paul Heyman was the biggest and one of the few true cheerleaders for Andrade in management echelons. So when Paul Heyman was ousted from his position as the head of the red brand, so was any plans for the third generation luchador. It was last week that Andrade confirmed rumours that he had requested his WWE release. And it was last night, as Fastlane was in progress, Andrade tweeted out, Good news, buenas noticias, hashtag tranquilo, hashtag happy. WWE would later on, following the pay-per-view, release an article on WWE.com simply saying, WWE has come to terms on the release of Andrade. We wish him all the best in all of his future endeavors. So what happens from here? Normally, when a contracted star leaves WWE, either by not re-signing a contract or being given their release, as Andrade has, a 90-day no-compete clause kicks in. So this will prevent Andrade from turning up in any major competitors to WWE until around about the 20th of June at the earliest. No doubt with a career that has seen him compete in Japan, Mexico and across the United States and Europe La Sombra won't be short of offers When we have more on the release of Andrade you will find it at cultaholic.com What what is that Oh my gosh it's a feed Oh my God! He's hideous! Oh my God! Bliss feeding Orton into Sister Abigail. 1 God's name is we situation As Alexa brought back to life. That was the moment that The Fiend made his return to WWE. It was uh, the conclusion, what became the conclusion, of Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. A match filled with nonsense, ending with a charred hand coming through the ring, followed by the charred body, of the fiend this led to the fiend dropping randy orton with a sister abigail and alexa bliss making the cover for the one two three so wwe fans weren't quite sure what to expect from this match but what they got was basically a catalyst for the return of the fiend this has been something that's been teased for many many weeks now and now it is a thing that has officially happened would you like some details on the fiend's new attire well Jason Baker tweeted out, New Bray Wyatt look created by Callisome Studios. Sculptured by Brian McGuire and Jason Baker. Moulds by Kendricks Lee. Painted again by Jason Baker. Soft goods and leather provided by Mandy Simpson. And the project supervisor was Tom Savini. In fact, check out at Baking Jason. He's basically the main guy behind this brand new look for The Fiend. This catalogue is definitely worth a look. Another interesting story that came from the match between Alexa Bliss and The Fiend is possibly a little bit of bad vibes between Alexa Bliss and the wife of Randy Orton. Kim Marie tweeted out following the match, after seeing the way that Alexa Bliss mounted Randy Orton for the cover, tweeted Alexa Bliss directly saying... You might have just effed up, little girl. We'll keep an eye on that one. Might be a mixed tag match that we're getting at WrestleMania. I somehow doubt it, though. But the big story being here that The Fiend is back in WWE. Expect a collision between The Fiend and Randy Orton at WrestleMania 37. He's going to tap out. Roman is going to tap out. Roman Reigns has nowhere to go. Roman Reigns is caught. Roman's looking at Look at Roman's That's eyes. So He's fading. He's out. Roman Reigns is going to yes. tap out. Yes. Tap, yes. tap. Yes. you're going you're going to break, you're going to break. He's tapping, Roman Reigns, it. Is tapping. Reigns is tapping, Reigns is tapping. has wrecked this entire matchup. He has, Corey, and, and Reigns and Bryan, and there's a new official now in the ring. This Universal Championship match continues. And Roman Reigns now dragging his body to Drake Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns is pinned Bryan. Here is your winner, and still, the Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. What a battle! Just when you think you've seen it all. We can also confirm this morning a massive change to the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania this year, also. Following what you heard there in the conclusion of Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, it has been announced by multiple sources, including the Wrestling Observer that the wwe championship will now be defended in a triple threat match pitting roman reigns versus edge versus daniel bryan this felt like a match that this felt like where they were going with this one this feels right to do and it feels like it's created a very interesting dynamic going into wrestlemania between all three you and I will talk more about that match and the entire night of WWE Fastlane on Fastlane Graded later on today on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. And for some of the more silly moments, the WTF moments from Fastlane will be along with Ross Tweddle later on today at youtube.com forward slash Cultaholic. Some big changes to the WWE Hall of Fame this year, as well as we were unsure as to why Dave Batista's Hall of Fame induction had gone quite quiet on a lot of channels. Fightful are reporting this morning that Batista has been removed from advertising for the Hall of Fame. Uh, Other sources, including Ringside News, also note that he is no longer slated for the show. Fightful go on to say, we can confirm that as WWE sources have told us, that they prefer to have Batista go into the Hall of Fame when a full crowd can enjoy it. Now, there was another interesting development with the Hall of Fame over the last couple of days, as fans watching via the WWE Network spotted a possible spoiler for an inductee. In the This Is Daniel Bryan category on the network, it was subtitled as WWE 2021 Hall of Fame inductee. Now, was this an error? Was this somebody jumping the gun to publicize something? Uh, Numerous sources in WWE have told Fightful that the Daniel Bryan inductee listing was simply an error and he isn't planned for the ceremony as of now. Card always subject to change. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. We had two pay-per-views of the wrestling variety yesterday. Not only did we have WWE Fastlane, but NWA returned for back for the attack. This was their first pay-per-view back since last year when they shut down operations for NWA Power. They confirmed via the pay-per-view that NWA Power will return on a weekly basis on Fight TV. You can watch it via the Fight TV app or via Virgin Media in the UK. Their first pay-per-view back saw NWA debuts for Tyrus, formerly Brodus Clay in WWE, uh, Crimson, from TNA Wrestling and the former Chris Masters, aka now known as Chris Adonis, we also saw Camille defeating Thunderosa to become the top contender to the NWA Women's World Championship, currently held by Serena Deeb. And we saw Nick Aldis retain his NWA World Heavyweight Championship over Aaron Stevens. A match along with an entire card dedicated to the memory of Josephus, who passed away in February. It was a really good night of wrestling on Back From The Attack, and I, for one, am very, very excited to have power back in my wrestling schedule on a Tuesday. Fightful have given us an update on the status of Ridge Holland. He suffered a really bad injury the last year when he was just starting to get the ball rolling in NXT. Rich Holland says Fightful has been sidelined since this freak accident, but we've heard from several wrestlers he's been rehabbing at the WWE Performance Center for the last few months. He's not considered to be anywhere near a return right now. Holland was set for what was told to be a major push ahead of his injury. Plans had to be changed significantly as a result. Whilst it's good that he's still on the rehabilitation journey, Obviously, it's going to take some time. I don't think at uh, the earliest, I think we'll see him at the tail end of 2021. <coughs> Will Osprey is the 2021 New Japan Cup winner. He defeated Shingo Tagaki to win the tournament for the first time ever over the weekend. And as a result of this, Ospreay will face Kota Ibushi for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at Sakura Genesis next month. The biggest match of Will Ospreay's career should be an interesting one for both competitors who are both very familiar uh, with some of the lighter division wrestling, now fighting for the heavyweight championship. We have more on Andrade's departure from WWE at Cultaholic.com right now. Also at YouTube.com slash Cultaholic, you'll find what happened at. And later today, you will have graded and the WTF moments all from last night's WWE Fastlane pay-per-view. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Cultaholic. Later on tonight, Andrew is back. Could he be putting together Lego? Probably. He's just there to have a good time, and I hope you'll join him from 6 Greenwich Meantime. A quick note, because I think this has caught quite a few people out, right? Here in the UK, we haven't had our daylight savings change yet that's coming this weekend so where in america eastern time is normally five hours behind us at the moment you're catching up so it's four hours behind us so say you're on eastern time and you want to check out our boy andrew at 6 p.m greenwich Mean Time. normally you would watch at six five four three at uh, one o'clock in the afternoon today watch from two does that make sense yeah cool i think we got it that's about right Twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic. It's a bumper week on the Cultaholic podcast feed as well. Brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Raw review drops tomorrow. We've changed the days now, so you're getting the Classic Raw review tomorrow with Justin Henry and myself. On Wednesday, you're getting a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps ahead of the Grey Sweatpants Invitational as part of GCW's The Collective Remix. I'm chatting to the founder of the Grey Sweatpants Invitational, the wonderful Faye Jackson. She's talking about her career in wrestling. She's talking about her work as a sports agent. She's talking about Two Cold Scorpios' uh, legacy in wrestling. And she's picking three wrestling matches that she would watch while stranded on a desert island. Then on Friday, the Cultaholic podcast is back with the three lads, with Matthew, with Jack and with Ross, chewing over the week in wrestling news and answering your questions from the mailbag. On Saturday, it is the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review. That's now on a Saturday. It's Matthew, Greg and myself watching classic episodes of Smackdown and it's the go-home Smackdown for SummerSlam 2000. So lots happening on the Cultaholic podcast feed throughout the week thank you for subscribing and enjoying it all i mean if you enjoy half of it that's still a win isn't it i will speak to you tomorrow don't forget to join us love you bye before shopify were you wondering where my sales at